You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. I'm health editor Dallas Bastian, and I'm joined by Associate Professor Kate Curtis, who has won Nurse of the Year in Research and Innovation at the 2015 New South Wales Health Excellence in Nursing and Midwifery Awards. Kate, welcome and congratulations. Thank you. Good afternoon. What was your reaction to the win? Oh, I was pretty... Well, firstly, it was just an honour to be nominated in the first place and to make it as finalist. But then uh, to have your name called out in such a prestigious audience was really quite exciting. And I was remarkably overwhelmed and am embarrassed. As I, I got a bit teary, actually. I think probably just it's so wonderful to have um, recognition of your work when there are so many other deserving people also. You won for your outstanding contribution and commitment to improving the lives of major trauma patients and their families. What drives your work in this field? Uh, well, this is an area that I've worked in for nearly oh, 20, 20 years now, and it's just such a, a life-changing event with absolutely no warning for these patients and their families. And it's a pretty new and emerging field compared to other areas. So there are quite a few gaps in care where we are able to generate some research to make a difference. And I've always wanted to be able to do the best for my patients. And to be able to do that on a larger scale requires doing research and generating evidence and translating that evidence into practice. How does your research inform your practice or vice versa? I'd probably say that my um, the reason I do research in the first place has been generated from my clinical practice and the desire and drive to do the best we can for our patients and their families. And then once I've started researching, I've probably developed my skills in putting evidence together and finding evidence and translating that evidence into practice. And to, it's not that simple. It really does require a lot, of, um, a lot of work around implementing the best evidence. And by that, I mean needing to work out how a particular intervention might suit a particular organisation, getting engagement from staff and the organisation to implement that work and and monitoring it and making sure it is actually making a difference, not just assuming it will. So they complement each other quite nicely and that complement, that synergy keeps bouncing back and forth between clinical and practice and research and I hope that it continues to do so. You validated a trauma case management model of care that has been implemented in trauma centres in Australia and worldwide. What did this work involve? Uh, so this, the trauma case management model has been around for a while and we thought it was going to be a good idea for our trauma patients, um, but we couldn't find any evidence to support it. And, and what it is is basically having one nurse coordinate patient care from beginning to end. So they know the patient, they know their injuries, they know what they need, they develop a relationship and they know the organisation so they can really just make sure everybody's doing what needs to be done, the patient and the family know what's going on and we can set things up for 
for them well so that we can prevent um, any secondary injury and having a smooth uh, hospitalisation and discharge process. So what we did to demonstrate that this model would work, or we hoped would work, because we actually needed to prove that it would, was we evaluated uh, 700 patients before implementing the role and then 700 patients after implementing the role and found that having this nurse coordinating patient care from beginning to end reduced hospital length of stay. We saved 850 bed days. We reduced complication rates like respiratory failure and DVTs. We improved pain management and we improved how many people were uh, being seen by our, our allied health colleagues and really demonstrated that it does make a big difference to communication and uh, staff satisfaction. And so it's not just enough to prove that this worked. We then had to disseminate it and convince other organisations that it would work. So we presented it far and wide, we wrote reports, we published and we uh, got on committees where we were able to explain why this model was a good thing to have. And now this, this model of care, the trauma nurse, is in every Australian trauma centre, which is just fabulous for our patients. You currently lead the Multidisciplinary Paediatric Critical Injury Research Program. What are some of the projects that you have running at the moment? Oh, I'm glad you asked this question. It's something I'm quite passionate about. Um, so the whole reason we do this, this paediatric critical injury research program is because we were approached by the Day of Difference Foundation to be able to provide some meaningful information to make change. And it's important because children's injury is the leading cause of death and disability in children across the world. Uh, in Australia, it causes a 1,000 hospital admissions a week, and that's double the number of cardiovascular and diabetes and cancer admissions combined. And so we're, we're trying to address the three major gaps in care, which is how many kids are getting injured in Australia and where and, and why. Um, that's a major data linkage project, which we're hoping to have 10 years of information on our children and to try and come up with some strategy on which areas to target for injury prevention. Uh, the second is we actually don't know if, if our paediatric trauma system that is getting kids to the right hospital after they've suffered an injury uh, is, actually, is working. Uh, for example, in New South Wales, we found that children that aren't taken directly to a paediatric hospital are three to six times more likely to die than those that are taken directly to a paediatric hospital. And we need to know why that is. So we're working with ambulance, with the Department of Health, um, with some philanthropic organisations like the Day of Difference Foundation and the Ty and Reed Foundation. And we're working with the New South Wales Institute of Trauma to review every single severely injured child in our state in a 12-month period and really have a close look at what's happening and how that impacts on the child's 12-month functional outcomes. And the last major area that we are looking at is how the child's injury impacts on the child's parents. And this is really important because 
how well the, the child does, it, it can be directly related to how well the parents cope, particularly in relation to the child developing post-traumatic stress afterwards, after the injury. And parents and children uh, that suffer major injury are twice as likely to develop post-traumatic stress than, say, a child with a new diagnosis of cancer or diabetes. So we're trying to find out what it is that we can do to help parents. And to find that out, we're asking them. And we've had 40 parents of severely injured children. I'm talking catastrophic injuries, children that have become quadriplegics or had major burns or um, major head injuries. And we're asking these parents who are just so generously sharing their stories, uh, what their needs are, what their experiences are. Every six months, um, up to two years following the injury of their, of their child. And we're really hoping that we're going to be able to generate information and translate information into real help for, for these parents so that we can make this experience, this tragic experience, the best that it can be for them. Thank you for your time, Kate. Oh, you're welcome.